Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to the Excellent Podcast. This is the show where we sit down and watch every single episode of Regular oh, Show yeah. and give you a breakdown. I'm your co-host, Jason. Hold on, I'm, I'm putting Wait, something what? in my little mini fridge. Oh, nice. Wait. Do you still have uh, Twisted Teas in there, or are yeah. they gone? No, the, those were gone. Yeah, uh, good. I am your other co- Wait, hold on. got to adjust oh. it really fast. There you go. Now we're good. And I'm your other co-host, Josh. You can keep all that in if you really want to. He said, "Now you're the co-host, Josh. You were yeah. you were only you were only the sound guy at first, but now you've been upgraded to co-host." I know, right? <laughs> um, this is the first episode we are recording back because uh, we were in person for the last two episodes, as you know. Um, I I've never actually stayed an entire week out of the city before. For like a non-vacation I mean, purpose. I mean, how was it? It was it was really good. I mean, it's very nice to sleep in my own bed again. But the real nightmare was getting back to the city. Why? Because that that was a uh, so I was <laughs> I meant to be only here or where you are from mm-hmm. Sunday and then into the next Sunday. So like a like a whole week. I ended up. Uh, I tried to go catch my train on that Sunday that I was, like, due back, yeah. uh, you know, because I'd work the next day, Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I go there, and then uh, I, I tried to catch the 433 train. So I, I drive to to the station. I, I park. I walk over, and then um, the 433 train was already there. At, like It was, like, 425. So I was like, oh, it must be early. So I go up to the conductor, okay. and they're, they're all standing there, and, like, a bunch of, like, passengers are around. And I asked them, I was like, oh, is this the 433 train? The guy tells me, this is actually the 233 train. What? And we've been stranded here for two hours. And I'm like, uh, oh, uh, okay. Uh, what, what, What's happening? And he said, well, there's a fire at the next stop over. Mm-hmm. And the all the trains have been halted. We're not going east or west or anywhere. And we're not sure when we're gonna get moving again. He uh-huh. said, "If you're if you're trying to go to Chicago, this is the next train to do it, but we don't know when it's gonna happen." So I'm uh-huh. like, "Oh, oh, damn!" So I I boarded the train, and I was like, "Okay, I'll just, I'm just gonna wait it out." Mm-hmm. I I was on that train for 45 minutes, just sitting there. Well, um, you do that anyways, going going to the city anyways. Well, yeah, but the problem is the train wasn't moving, so. Um, I, I, I eventually was like, okay, yeah, maybe this isn't worth it. Cause all the other passengers around me, we were all mm-hmm. trying to wait it out, but they ended up just giving up and going back home. Okay. So I was like, uh, I kind of wanted to be in the city today, but technically I could work remote tomorrow on Monday. So I called CJ and I was like, yeah, this is what's going on. And I had to drive all the way hell back to her house. I mean, like it, it's just a 30 minute drive. So it wasn't like terrible. But still, mm-hmm. it was like yeah. not ideal. Um, yeah, and then and then the next day on Monday, everything was smooth. Uh, I I was checking the train updates. Apparently, the train that I was on was standing for two additional hours after I left. So oh, yeah. Wow. So not ideal at all. <laughs> anyway, today uh, we're watching season three, episode twenty three, which is called Trash Boat. Wow. I feel like uh, you, you're the type of person to have this, to thought about trash bomb and go, yeah, that that's a cool, that's a cool combination. 
if you could change your name, because rock stars change their names a, a lot. Uh, we know Freddie Mercury, Nikki Six. Like, if what would your rock star name be? Wait, Freddie Mercury's name is not actually Freddie Mercury. No, what? it's not. Well, not his not his birth name. Actually, I think in middle school, in my English class, well, back in the day, we used to say language arts. Language arts. Says, no one says language arts anymore, or at least I don't, not to my knowledge. I wanted to be called Alex, which is weird because the dude at the time, this was eighth grade, so. Uh, was that when we were friends with Alex Alfaro? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we didn't share uh, that language arts class together, but people in that class said, oh, yeah, you kind of look like an Alex. I'm like, okay. So I, I, I was like, yeah, just call me Alex. Had it for like, like a day and didn't like it. There is a vivid memory where I would like see, we would be working in class together and I would see you like write your name at the top. And I feel like I remember you putting Josh, quote, Alex, and then your last name. Oh, my God. <laughs> No wait, we didn't have the same Eng- we didn't have the same English teacher. But no, we didn't, but it was like I that's why it's such a vivid memory. I feel like I've seen you do that before. Probably. Okay, well. Um what do you remember about this episode Trash Boat? Not a whole lot. I didn't honestly when I watched it, I only wrote down like two things. Yeah, I I, didn't, I don't have like a lot a lot of notes, but I I got things to say about this episode. We open up with rock music, and Rigby is in the living room watching something on TV. Probably like a little MTV thing. Oh, hmm. This is the fucking wait. Hold on, I'm checking my I'm checking last week's notes really quick just to be sure I'm getting this correctly. Okay. But this is the no fourth or fifth time at least Mordecai and Rigby have seen something on TV and thought it was cool. I remember we made that point. Yeah. God damn it. Well, it's not so, in a row, but still. Yeah, so Rigby's watching this little MTV thing, and uh, I guess it's about some rock band, and then the narrator says, Fame, fortune, ultimate power, and then there are a bunch of pyrotechnics with the band on stage. A big crowd is there. Today on Behind the Bands, we give you an inside look at one of the greatest bands in the world. The One of the greatest... Uh, wait, what is it? The greatest band the world has ever known, it says. Subtitles were acting weird, but uh, on screen, while the narrator is talking, you can just see the band that are, they're just totally headbanging and their hair is going all over the place, like kind of in a circle. They are Barracuda Deathwish, and then we get a shot of the lead singer. He's holding up like a, a dead fish that's like cut in half, and he throws it into the crowd, and then this girl like catches it and tries to like keep it to herself. Rigby's amazed by this. He's like, awesome. Then we cut into an interview. I'm here with the musical masterminds Crash, Hawk Daniels, and the brain behind the band, The Urge. And he has a British accent. You guys are at the top of your game right now. What's the secret to your success? And then The Urge pops up. He says, two words, name change. I love me mom and all, but the name she gave me originally, not so awesome. So I changed my name to The Urge. Just rolls off the tongue better. The interviewer guy says, fascinating, and how'd you come up with it? And then The Urge says, I just picked two random words and put them together. I picked the and urge. The urge. Once I did that, I became the coolest person in the world! And he 
the way that the urge talks, he kind of bursts into those little like rocks fits every now and then, just uh, just kind of to get a, just to get the point across that he's your stereotypical rock star. Probably in the eighties, because the eighties were full of rock, you know. Yeah. Mm. Um, Rigby says like, "Oh, cool! I want to change my name to two completely random words, but what words should I pick?" He kind of like looks around the room. He's like, hmm. He sees a trash bin in the corner of the room. And then he looks over and he sees a picture of a boat hanging on the wall. And he's like, hmm. 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 And his hmms break out into a hmm. hmm. So that's one for the episode. So we clock wipe to later in the day. Uh, Mordecai is sitting in the kitchen eating cereal. Uh, Rigby walks up to him asking Mordecai what if he changes his name to and then he tr- pauses for a second trash boat and then Mordecai immediately says I'd say you're a total loser and then Rigby is confused a little bit he's like you wouldn't say it was cool Mordecai responds with not if you're changing your name to trash boat wait you're not actually considering changing your name to trash boat are you Rigby's Rigby's like, what? No. As he's still holding something behind his back. And he says, I was just joking. And then Mordecai catches on. He says, then what are you hiding behind your back? Rigby has his eyes widened. And he says, nothing. But then Mordecai (laughs) immediately tackles Rigby Rigby to the ground. (laughs) Uh, Rigby tries to... Mordecai gets whatever was... Whatever Rigby was hiding behind his back. Uh, Rigby tries to... Rigby tries to get it back. But Mordecai is, is bigger than him and taller than him. So he kind of like holds it over him. Almost like a little brother or older sibling. Older sibling holding something over, you know, a younger sibling. Has that actually ever happened to you? Uh, I've been there before. Um, that's such an older brother thing to do. But for me, it was an older sister. Uh... For me, it's an older brother, but we we were practically, I think as soon as I got into high school or midway through high school, I got to the same height as him. So it didn't, that kind of thing never really worked. He could yeah. try, but I'm like, <laughs> bitch, I can, I can stack over you. What do you mean? Yeah. Do you ever do that That's... to your little brother? Um, Only ever like joking around when we're just like play fighting and stuff. Yeah. I feel like I'd be it if I had a younger sibling. I have younger cousins, so uh-huh. I guess that's somewhat similar. Right, I do yeah. that. So yeah. I feel like it, is that is that a really dick thing to do? I mean, no. Like, do, do you really have like an older sibling if you've never had that happen to you? I guess it's, so. Yeah. It's a part of it's a part of sibling culture to like hold something over their head while they can't reach. Certificate of name change, and he starts laughing loudly and says you actually did it but then rigby says give it back and snatches it away from mordecai and mordecai says like oh man wait till everyone hears about this and then he runs off scene yelling hey everybody rigby legally changed his name to trash boat uh rigby i'm just gonna keep calling him rigby yeah, well, I, I I could hear you kind of putting an emphasis like on Rigby, like if as if there's air quotes there, you know. Yeah, I mean, if I just kept saying trash, I, would, I mean, it'd be pretty fun. 
Anyways, so yeah, trash. I, well, I was gonna suggest we call him Trash Boat for the whole episode. Okay, yeah. Unless if that's hard. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. Okay, okay. Here we go. So, tra- so Trash Boat calls back to Mordecai and says, "I," or talks to himself, says, "I gotta change my name back to Rigby." Damn. So, uh, we clock wipe wipe over to the uh, the I guess it's like a town hall or some some official government looking building in the town. Uh, rig or yeah, see, I'm doing it now. <laughs> Trash boat. He's at the front counter talking to the lady, saying, "I'd like to change my name back." And the lady, who's kind of like old, um, she says, "That'll be fifty dollars." Trash boat says, "I don't have fifty dollars." And the lady says, "It's fifty dollars to change your name. Otherwise, you're stuck with it forever." Trash boat is like, "Forever?" And then the lady's like, "Is there anything else I could help you with?" Trash boat, which you could tell that she's totally taunting him. Cause she didn't really need to say the name there. Mm-hmm. Um, trash boat is all like frustrated. He groans and walks away. And then um, the next guy in line, the guy walks up and he says, uh, I'd like to change my name back to Chad. And then the lady says, that'll be $50, Mr. Butt Cheeks, <laughs> which if you ask me is a way worse name than trash boat. And small detail. I noticed that, uh, Mr. Buttcheeks is wearing a Barracuda Deathwish shirt, so he he probably had the same idea as Trashboat and changing his name to be cool, but obviously it didn't work. Um, By the way, uh, I can hear those police sirens. I've been hearing those police sirens. I'm just glad that it's not downpouring anymore, like I said, but I feel like there was like a crash or something outside my apartment because there was a ton of honking. It probably had to do with the rain. Yeah, yeah. And like there, there was always honking here, but like these guys were going back and forth for like a long time. See, and... this is why you don't own a car in any city you live in. Uh, You'd rather, yeah. I'd rather walk. Yeah, walk, bike, take the CTA, just do do something, you know. Something that doesn't require you to actually like do stuff or drive a vehicle yourself. Yeah. Um. I just uh, a couple weeks ago, I helped my friends move into their uh, their new Chicago apartment. Mm-hmm. And How far we, away is it from you? Um, it's uh, it's like up north, kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like one of the most like northern neighborhoods that's okay. still considered Chicago. And uh, okay, my friend had to drive a giant U-Haul truck in the city, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. I I I've never driven in the city, and like I I mean. I'm pretty. I, I could survive it. Like it's it's just the city, but still, mm-hmm. it's a hassle because a lot of people don't know how to how to like drive and like merging lanes is a nightmare. Highways yep. and stuff. So I couldn't imagine driving a huge U-Haul truck. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But it made me excited for um getting a new apartment eventually here because it looked fun. I'm excited for you. Yeah. Thank you. Um. But I about Mr. Butt Cheeks real quick. I. <laughs> You know how uh, Rig or Trash Boat got his name by looking at two random objects in the room and putting them together? Yeah. That makes me wonder, did Mr. Buttcheeks, like, did he see a random buttcheek in the room and think, what? I'm going to make that my name? Okay, he probably looked into the mirror and saw <laughs> his own. It's like- well, I, I mean, his name, his real name is Chad, so I wouldn't be surprised if he had a buttcheek in front of him. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> looking at how he looks... Hold on, let me rewind it really quick. Let's yeah, see he, how this guy, fool looks. Yeah, he's got a mustache, long brown hair. 
I I feel like if he uh, if he was dressed a little bit better, he could pass off as like one of the Beatles in the regular show universe. He could. He could. But yeah, he looks kind of hippie-ish. Yeah, he has those ripped uh short pants. Oh, uh, you know what? Actually, I have never I haven't seen ripped shorts in a while. I have these um these this pair of ripped shorts. Oh. And nice. um um cuz I I I like I only ever like to wear those like five inch inseam shorts because you know that's a style now. Um, I hate those. I can't. You don't. You don't like them. Well, because me personally, I have. You've seen my legs. They're not the best. I feel like you and I kind of have the same legs. Ah, uh, you have bigger. You have bigger calves. You have bigger calves than me. Oh yeah, I guess I do walk a lot. What? Yeah. But anyway, um. The shorts that I have, like, I own a lot of, like, short shorts, but one of them I, I don't wear as often because it has, like, a bunch of... It, I mean, it's supposed to look like it was ripped and stuff. Yeah. Um, And there's, like, a lot of those, like, little jean threads hanging off of it. And, like, if you want to go for that look, then that's that's good. But, you know, I, I prefer other shorts over that. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I'll wear shorts at home in, like, in, like, friends' house if I'm just being there. But out in public, I don't know. Swimming mm-hmm. is also included. Like I can do that because who who would want to wear like long pants or jeans or whatever when you're swimming? Yeah, no, that's a nightmare. Yeah, but uh, why don't you continue? We clock wipe back to the house and we see trash boat walking down the path through a set of binoculars, and it's actually Muscle Man looking out through those binoculars. What the fuck? Oh my god. Jesus. My na- I could hear my neighbors just laugh and it spooked me a little. Oh god. So, <clears throat> so Muscle Man sees Trash Boat coming back to the house and he calls out to everyone saying, Trash Boat is back! And then everyone, uh, the park gangs are piling out of the house, all talking. And one by one, they all each greet trash bow in their respective manners pop says oh trash bow mordecai's like a trash bow and then benson is the most boring one and i kind of hate it he's like hey <laughs> trash bow and i'm god i hate that so much he could have done so much better True. uh then trash bow asks mordecai did you have to tell everyone Mordecai responds with yes, because it's that funny trash boat. And then everyone (laughs) continues laughing. Benson says, when Mordecai told us, we thought he was kidding. But we thought it was right, only right, to welcome you back as a new man. A new man called Trash Boat. And then he laughs again. And then he hands Trash Boat a hello, my name is sticker that says... Hello, my name is, and it says Trash Boat. <laughs> Trash Boat is not happy about this. He says, yeah, thanks. And then he gets to his main point, why he wanted to talk to everyone. He asks, look, is there any extra work around that I can do? But then Benson says, oh, you really are a new man, Trash Boat. Then he keeps laughing. This joke keeps going on and on. Honestly, me personally, I don't think it's that funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's like it. They're still like in the moment, but like 
after you like overdo it too much then it's, you know they're mm-hmm. they're just taunting him because um rigby did indeed make a pretty dumb decision naming himself trash boat almost oh, um but yeah so they they keep going on with that uh rigby says like no or yeah you know who i mean um he says to benson he's like no i'm serious i just need 50 bucks so i could change my name back to rigby and then benson says oh well you're out of luck because that trash ship has sailed because muscle man and fives have already taken care of all of the extra work muscle man says yeah loser don't come begging us for money fives and i already spent it all on sweet temporary tattoos check it out and he lifts his uh his shirt and he has this huge like wolf piece on his chest and stomach um and then trash boat says aren't those things really cheap and muscle man says not when you get them all over and he turns around and he has two more wolves on his back um real quick so muscle man says that fives and i got tattoos but it's only really muscle man since he's the only one who actually has a stomach i was honestly really looking forward forward to seeing how fives got a tattoo (laughs) that would have been cool (laughs) but what's up I sneezed. Oh, so Pops chimes in. He's like, oh, I could help Trashboat. And then he starts to pull out some lollipops in his wallet. And Trashboat is like, no, nah, don't bother. Uh, Skips, Skips chimes in. And he's like, hey, don't sweat it. Things were hard for me, too, when I first changed my name. But after a couple of years, no one cared. But then again, I didn't change my name to Trashboat. <laughs> And I like how that that's like a little moment of Skips trying to comfort him. But he's like, oh, but you are named Trashboat, so I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I want to know tra- what the worst name to name someone is. True. Well, fun fact, uh, I believe not a single baby has been named Karen since like 2019. I heard that oh, somewhere. wow. Which is good. I'm glad that this generation has ruled out the name Karen. I'm sure it's coming back. Well, see, I know that there are, like, Gen Z Karens out there, um, and yeah. I, I'm not sure if any of those Karens are listening, but, like, hey, you're you're living in today's day and age as a young person named Karen. That is pretty unfortunate, and I know that they know. <laughs> they, they probably even use their middle names just to hide the fact that their first name is Karen. Yeah, that's true. But, um... Trashboat says, please, Benson, I just need 50 bucks. And then Benson says, well, there is one thing you could do. And what is it? So we clock wipe to Trashboat doing some litter picking. Is it litter picking? It is, I um, think it is litter picking. It is litter picking. My my roommate worked for the grounds department at our college, and he did. That's what they called it, litter picking. Yeah. So Trashboat ha- finally got... The litter picking job to make some at least some extra money and mm. as he's picking up the the trash around him some big like fat dude uh rolls up crumples up a piece of paper and then tosses it behind him falling under onto trash boat's feet uh trash boat sees this and says hey what's your problem dude no littering use a trash can the dude says nothing and immediately goes to Trash Boat's name tag and makes a comment, why well, use a trash can when I have a trash boat to pick it up? And uh. then he starts laughing and walks away. Uh, trash Boat starts getting pissed off. He's like, oh, ha, ha, this name sucks. And then takes 
then takes off his name tag and throws it on the ground. But then immediately Benson pulls up in front of him and says, Hey, Trash Boat, pick that up. Name tags are mandatory on work time. Trash Boat says like, what? But that's only for new employees. But then Benson corrects him and says like, exactly. New name, new man. Now pick it back up. Now put it back on or you're fired. You know, I remember that you and I made that point when we were seeing each other about um, name tags mm. during work. <laughs> Yeah, And I was saying about how um, the only reason people wear name tags at work is not so much for like the employees, but it's so the customer can call you out by name if you mess up something. Yeah. And yeah, uh, that's never happened to me. Uh, I, I feel like I've definitely had moments where like I, I'm dealing with some like annoying customer and I could see their eyes looking at my name tag. Um, but I have had coworkers where, um, one thing that I like to do, um, when I was at the John Hancock is I would go on to like our Yelp reviews and read the angry, uh, replies that people wrote about us. Uh And, um, I love seeing one of my coworkers get name dropped and I'm like, Oh, what'd they do? But of course it was never their fault. Yeah. No, I like doing the same thing. I don't do it now. I don't do it as often now, but when I do think about it and feel curious i do the exact same thing but i don't think i've ever i rarely see anyone's name get put onto a uh onto a review comment right yeah because it's it's kind of hard to like seriously mess up at a restaurant if uh especially if you're oh just in the back oh no trust me people will complain about virtually anything like um like, oh, wait, did I ever tell this story on, on this uh, podcast? Uh, no, go ahead. Because so, I, we both got customer stories. So I think this was two, I was working like Christmas Eve, like two, three, like two years ago, two, three years ago. And this one guy, he ordered a single cheeseburger. So it's very basic. And it went out. And then I think a couple of minutes later, he comes back to complain that his burger was cold. Okay. And everyone was confused and like, how was it cold? It literally came straight out from the the, the grill and bun yeah. and bun thing. So we remake it. And then right in front of his eyes, too. We remake mm-hmm. it, give it out to him. And then he's like, it's still cold. I'm like, Bruh. what the fuck are you on about? No, it ain't. It, I literally like did all this in front of your eyes so that we'd made it a third time, except we put it in the microwave and basically <laughs> like almost burnt it Yeah. and then sent it out. And I think he was somewhat satisfied with it because it's it was he didn't come back after that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Go home, bro. I, That's I don't annoying. understand it. So, um, I have uh, a lot of customer stories because uh, it's I, I enjoyed my job at the at the Hancock because uh, like meeting people from like around the world because it was a tourist attraction, you know. Yeah. You know, like making conversation with them, asking them where they're from and what it's like to live there, this and that. But every now and then, you got some like like stressed mom on vacation trying to take care of all of her kids or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, so I have way too many stories to pick from, but this one specific guy. Um, so 
we have like a like a little ride up there with like a moving window and uh-huh. we also have a photo department and before the customers ride we like have them like pose for a photo you know so we could like sell it to them and stuff yeah um but there's only like a limited number of windows so mm-hmm. while we were taking um a picture of this one group we asked like the other customers to like scoot down a window so we uh-huh. could like get a like a good picture yeah. and then so the they ride the ride and it's all done and then the the guy who we had to ask to scoot over he came to me he's like um i was wondering if i could go again because i wanted to be in this window but i was asked to scoot over and i didn't get uh, the best view um and then i was like oh actually sir it's the same view because it is <laughs> and yeah. he's like he's like uh no uh, I was like, I, I just want to write again because like I was asked to scoot over. Like, what was I going to say? No. And I was like, I mean, I get what you're saying, but it's the same view. It's the same view. Just a different, it's one window over. Yeah. It's literally the same. And then he kept, he kept like, like scoffing or being like, no, it's, it's not the same view. And I was like, bro, it's like a foot next to where you were. Uh-huh. And, and I, I was like, okay. So, and eventually if, like they're being complicated you have kind of have to you kind of have to give them like i don't know what to tell you so i was all like well if you want to ride again you could visit the desk over there where you could purchase a ticket mm-hmm. and then he's like oh no I, I like i'm here i just wanted to ride and i was like yeah yeah we just need your ticket do you have it and then he's like oh. and then he, yeah he just walked away but bro tried to get a free ride because because apparently he didn't get the right view but he did I mean, wouldn't wouldn't you want to try to get a free ride already? I, wait, wait, no, no, no. You wanted to, you wanted uh, was it Thursday when we hung out? You you weren't satisfied with us sitting at the bar because you wanted us to sit at a table instead. See, no, okay. So what Josh is talking about? We went out to uh, after we went out to eat. We went to the bar just to like have drinks and. Josh said, like, oh, we should all sit at the bar. But there was five of us, and we were going to be sitting all in a row, and we wouldn't be able to, like, kind of really talk to each other. We'd be looking over each other's shoulders, this and that. And I know because I've I've had those moments before, so that's why I suggested we go to a table. And you were giving me shit for it like it was a bad thing that we were sitting at a table. Because our, waiter, our waitress is like, oh, yeah, you know you guys could just sit at the at the bar, right? I was like, She didn't say it yeah. like that. Yeah, she did. She was like, you guys could sit at the bar. I'm like... Yeah, but I did. I would have suggested it, but he wanted us to sit at a oh, table yeah. to make it easier for us. But you, you turned it into like a pointing fingers thing, like it was a bad thing. What? All I'm saying is, it would have been fine if we could just like lean over, just two seconds of just, huh? That I've like I've said, I've had way too many moments where like it's it's. How many not people fun. were like, in your party at that time? There was seven of us. There were seven. There were of seven us. of us. There was five of us. It don't matter, like, anyway. <laughs> so, so we, uh, we cut to the, um, the taco truck that's, um, there at the park. And then, uh, Mordecai, Muscle Man, and Fives are waiting in line. Trashboat runs up to them and says, Mordecai, I can't take this anymore. I want to change my name back. Could you please just be a pal and lend me 50 bucks? Mordecai says, 50 bucks? What do you think, Muscle Man? Uh, Muscle Man says... I don't think you should do it, because I like Trash Boat way better than Rigby anyways. It's way easier to make fun of. And then he kind of, he moves his stomach to make the, the tattoo talk, and he says, Isn't that right, Trash Boat? And 
Trashboat says, please, Mordecai, I just need 50 bucks. And then Mordecai says, I don't know, dude. I usually lend money to people I know, like my buddy Rigby, but I've only known Trashboat for a day, so I'm not sure. Trashboat's like, fine, I'll get the $50 myself. And then we cut into a little montage where mid-tempo music is playing. Uh, Trashboat is looking at a newspaper, and he finds a job fair today with lots of jobs available, free admission. So... He goes there and he's kind of wearing he's wearing a tie to look all good. And then he fills out a clipboard form for any potential jobs. But then the guy at the desk sees that his name is Trashboat. And he's, he looks at him and starts to kind of like laugh in his face. And Trashboat is not amused by that. So he just leaves. Um, real quick, I noticed that at this mm. job fair, we could see Margaret's ex, Angel. Wait, what? He's the the blonde guy in, in the blue Oh my tie. god, it is. It is. So I was like, oh, looks like he failed as a musician, huh? If he's looking for jobs. Or he's just um, having something to fall back onto when music doesn't work out for him. True. It's a little side gig. So oh. uh, Trash Boat, uh, he goes to a retail store where they want, uh, they're looking for a clerk, but then they laugh at his face. Uh, he goes to Cheezers, and then he hands in his resume to the lady working behind the desk who is reading a newspaper and on that newspaper there's a headline saying ignorant man changes name and it's a picture of trash boat so she recognizes him and then she starts to laugh calling all of her co-workers over and then they look at the newspaper and start to laugh at him and then trash boat just runs out um and then outside of cheesers there's one of those like little locked newspaper kiosks i don't even know if people still use those today I'm, i don't think um, so and it's he could see the newspaper uh, with that same headline and everyone's pointing at him and laughing like everywhere he goes. Uh, he passes by a TV store and in the window there's a TV screen and he made the news. Uh, totally stupid name choice, Trash Boat. And then the news anchor is like laughing at him. And then Trash Boat is like, you could tell that he's like, shit, my name is ruined because everywhere he goes, people are recognizing him. Um... Trashboat goes into an alley and then he falls on into like a little puddle and then he kind of groans and says, I'm never going to get the $50. I don't want to be Trashboat anymore. And he's kind of looking at his failed reflection in the puddle that he fell in. Um, a teardrop falls down and then all of a sudden a red beam forms inside of the puddle and it turns into a big like bubble and then a figure appears and what happens? I was going to say, but you were still talking, or okay. you were going through the montage. When Rigby goes, or sorry, Trashboat goes to a job fair, it kind of reminded me of the first time when me and Ralphie were trying to get jobs way back in the day. Uh, we saw we saw CJ actually at the same oh. place. Really? What, what, yeah. what year was this? Nine, 2019? Hmm. I think... Um... I think I might have recalled her like going to one of those. That was probably when she got her um her uh physical therapy technician job. Ah, yeah, but yeah, because uh, was it? That's where I think I applied to the Pelican Harbor water park. Okay. And then, obviously, I didn't get the job. Hmm. That's fine. I didn't want to yeah. work with kids, anyways. Yeah. I still work with the. I, well, now I work with the. I still work with kids but that's yeah. different kind yeah yeah anyways 
So a red bubble, like what Jason said, a red bubble appears and he out comes this, I'd say plus size man. And the first thing he says is we meet at last. And then Trash Boat's confused and asks him who he is. And the large man takes off his helmet and it's actually the Urge. What? Like a like a bigger version of the Urge. Yeah. Uh, Boat asks what happened to him. And then the Urge says, you happen. And then we get this little ripple effect cutting into a backstory. And the Urge narrates over this backstory saying, I was the most famous man in in the world in this time until you took it all away with your horrible name and we and in the next scene we see a guy on top of a billboard putting up uh trash boat's name over the urge and in the back we can hear people chanting trash boat trash boat trash boat the urge continues on saying you robbed me of everything and then we have a quick scene of the urge's concert and it's just one dude in the stands that that is a dedicated og fan right there yeah elite tickets must have been really cheap then (laughs) yeah so uh there's a pan shot we get a pan shot up from the empty stands to a blip that says trash boat on it as it's flying pat overhead uh of the urge and then we have a news article and the headline says band breaks up and then the urge uh says that he even tried changing his name to urge boat and went up to do stand-up comedy i think stand-up comedy no no it's still, what it looks like it looks like stand-up comedy but it's not he's still doing music but it's for a kid's birthday party oh wow so that yeah, you have to have hit an all-time low if you're, like, a world-renowned 80s rock star. And then you're finding yourself singing for a kid's birthday party. Yeah, and throughout the whole backstory, the urge starts getting larger and larger. Until we finally cut to uh, the urge in his apartment. He throws, sitting in his apartment, he throws a milk, I'd say milk carton at the tv but i'm assuming realistically it would have been like alcohol yeah because he throws it at the tv because there's a picture of trash boat on it and he's like kind of angry at him yeah he he keeps narrating saying my life was ruined that's when i realized i had to take matters into my own hands and then we end the flashback back to the present and he says to keep you from changing your name to Trash Boat. And then he goes onto his, uh, what Jason was saying earlier, his low vocalization uh, voice saying, by killing you. See, I can't even do it. I can't resist by killing doing it. you. I can't Basically. resist doing it either. It's 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 addicting almost. Um, so I had the note about how um, I feel like this rock star has to resemble someone from the 80s and i think i know who it might be there it they don't mention it in the fan wiki okay but i have a feeling that the urge is kind of based off of vince neal from motley crew oh how do you know 
Or what's well, your theory? Because um, when we see what the urge used to look like, he was yeah. like a a slim bodied, muscular, like um, like blondie, and he like um, he like could like sing and everything. Uh-huh. Um, and that 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 definitely was Vince Neil way back in the eighties, like during Motley Crue's prime time. Yeah. But you fast forward today, where um, Motley Crue is not that successful. They've gotten themselves into a lot of controversies, um, and I low-key have lost a, a good amount of respect for them, um, no matter how good of music that they have made. But Vince Neil also doesn't really know how to sing anymore. Uh, I remember there was... Um, I was supposed to see... Motley Crue in concert, I think in like 2020. Um, mm-hmm. But for first time through, it was canceled because of COVID. And then second time through, it was canceled because Vince didn't know how to sing anymore. There was so what? many like, there was so many like concert videos of him just being terrible. Like it's, he sounds complete ass. And, um, and you know, he's, he's got turned into a little chunky boy, kind of like the urge. I mean, it happens, but... Did, didn't you and Jake go see Motley Crue last summer? Uh, luckily, we were able to go in the summer of 2021. And um, by then, Vince had... Uh, he, I believe he was working with a personal trainer as well as a, a vocal coach. So he uh, sounded all right. But, okay. um So yeah, I think that this guy might be based off of, off of Vince Neil. Um, but before we move on to the action part, I wanted to ask you... What are some of your favorite rock bands? Journey. I knew you were going to say that, yeah. Any others? Journey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't um, I don't know, I don't listen to much rock, but there's Yeah. I know a very yeah, sevenfold. I you're you're more into like kind of like uh pop and rap, right? Yeah. Nice. It's good. um it's more what I grew up with. I know my dad was super into it because he his teen years was spent in the 80s nice yeah yeah so as well as my mom um well for me i for a while my favorite rock band was well when i was eight years old i started out with aerosmith and um Mm. me and jake might be seeing them in concert because they are they're they are embarking on their farewell tour oh Um, wow and Aerosmith is one of the most like famous American rock bands ever. So, yeah. um, and then for another time, my favorite band was Motley Crue. That's when I like d- d- discovered that band. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like nowadays, my favorite band is Queen. If if I could, if I could see a performance of a dead musician like one last time, it would definitely be Freddie Mercury. I'd see Michael Jackson. I. The contenders for me would be Freddie Mercury, Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson, and then uh, I guess the Beatles if they're like all in a group together. I still um, haven't seen the biopic of Elvis. It's really it's on HBO Max. I I heard I don't know I just never really got around to it. It's good. Um, and I love Pink Floyd as well as the Beatles and Green Day. I think mo- I think majority of two thousands kids grew up with Green Day. I did. Green I did Day. as well. I love Green Day so much. That was, um, a, that was another one. Now I got Now you make me want to go through my Spotify just to double check what I have. 
aside from uh spotify's have you um have you been to any concerts Never. I um I've been to a good amount of concerts. Um, I did I tell you about that time where I went to go see one of my friends' bands? No. Oh wait, maybe. Tell it again. I might remember. Okay, so I definitely haven't told on the story on on the podcast before. But so this story, um, my roommate, my college roommate Jason Slavinskis, he used to be in this band in high school called The Local. Oh yeah, Um, I remember. And um, the guitarist, uh, her name is is Emma. Um, the local is like no longer a thing anymore. So, um, but each of the each of the band members that were in that in that group, they've kind of gone on on to like either like new groups or like solo projects and things like that. So, so typical um, band stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Emma nowadays she's in this uh, in this like father daughter duo band. It's called Crash Birmingham. What? And um, the music is really good. So, they were performing at uh at some place I forgot where it was, but it was uh it was around Halloween time, mm-hmm. and we went to go see them, and because there were four bands performing that night, and I believe um Emma's band was last or second to last, uh-huh. and I was also the same night where we saw um Nicola Joy's band. Oh yeah, what what, what are they called? Um, Nicola Joy. Uh, is he's in a group called Intensity Frontier. Oh. So Intensity Frontier was first. There was this uh, other band that I didn't know that was second. And then Crash Birmingham, Emma's band, was third. Um, mm-hmm. Fucking the band that went second, they absolutely fucking sucked. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, they... We... um They were doing sound check up at the front, and immediately that they blasted out everyone's ears that was there. Like they were, their music was turned up so freaking loud. And then the sound guy asked them like, Hey, can you turn down a little bit? Um, and then the fucking lead singer was standing up there with his guitar. He all cockly, he goes to like, Oh, we don't know what quiet is. And oh my God. that was, that was the first red flag that this band was going to abs- absolutely suck. And they did, where to the point where I had to like excuse myself, and I hid in the bathroom for like twenty minutes, just resting my ears. <laughs> but, and it sucked because they hogged the freaking stage the entire night, to oh. the point where by the time we had to leave, we couldn't even see Emma's band, which that was one of the reasons we came. That sucks. Yeah. So on my Spotify, I have an entire playlist, a rock playlist. Uh, I have some 41, Fallout Boy, Imagine Dragons, Panic at the Disco. Nice. Uh, all Time Low, The Killers. Okay, all, nice. The All American Rejects, Linkin Park, My Chemical Romance, The Offspring, Bowling for Soup. A lot of like early 2000s songs that you would skillet that you would ever think of. Yeah, so I feel like uh that those bands are more of like the the kind of like alternative punk emo sounding bands. What are you trying to say? I I hey, I I went through an emo phase. I'm still in my emo phase, so yeah, there's a lot there's a lot that um Breaking Benjamin. Ooh, yeah, I fucking love Breaking Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't listened to this playlist in a while. Maybe I should one day, but it all yeah. depends. Anyway, so um the urge just got out of his little montage 
and says that he's gonna kill Trashboat by killing you. Uh, and he says, no trash boat, no problem. And so he kind of spins his guitar and, like, cocks it up. And then he uses it as a gun in which, like, a, a red light beam comes out of it. So he's kind of shooting at Trashboat, who's, like, running away. Um, and then he breaks through a fence. And then uh, Trashboat, as he's running down the street, he calls back to the urge, being like, wait, I'm going to change my name. And then the urge says, talk is cheap, Trashboat. And so he's basically saying, like, I'll believe it when I see it. And then uh, we cut to the house where Mordecai is walking outside of the front steps. And then he picks up the newspaper that was left on the doorstep. And then he sees the headline about Trash Boat. And he's like, ha, wait until Trash Boat sees this. And then um, that's when Trash Boat runs uh, back to the park. And Mordecai could see that he's being chased. So he's like, what the? Trash Boat says, get inside quick. And then Mordecai drops the newspaper in which the urge stomps on. They're hiding in their room, and Mordecai's like, what's going on? But then Trashboat tells him to be quiet. Um, he looks out the window and says, I think he's gone. But then immediately the window gets shot at. The urge says, Trashboat, I know you're in there. Just come out and give yourself up. Mordecai says, dude, what's this guy's deal? And then Rigby says, he wants to kill me because I became more famous than him in the future. All because of my name, Trashboat. And then the wall completely gets obliterated. And then Trashboat says, I need to change my name back to Rigby. Please help me, Mordecai. Um, so Mordecai kind of looks at him and for a second, and then he gives in. So he goes to his, uh, his sock drawer, and he pulls out a wad of cash. Trashboat says, Trash says, but that's the money that you were saving when you were going to ask Margaret out. And then Mordecai says, don't worry about it. We got to hurry, though, because the courthouse is going to close soon. Let's take the back way out. Come on. And then the urge is still trying to find them. And then um, they exit out the back. And then Muscle Man pops up and says, toot toot, what's your hurry, trash boat? And he's still talking with his stomach tattoo. Um, the urge blasts through the house. And then he says, there you are. And so Mordecai and Trashboat panic. They push Muscle Man out of the car and take it. And then the Urge sees this and then uh, activates his jetpack, chasing them in a little mini car chase. Mordecai says, we'll cut through the woods and lose him here. Hang on. And now they're cutting through the woods. And so basically it's like a pretty cool like little fight scene. And then the Urge kind of puts on his futuristic helmet and uses like a thermal sensor to know where they are. Um, it goes a lot, it goes along like this for a while before they exit the park. Um, Mordecai takes a shortcut to the courthouse while the urge is still flying above him. And then they finally get to the courthouse, uh, not until their cart gets completely obliterated by the urge's laser beam, um, totaling it. There's like, it's like in flames and then the urge comes out. Uh, and then chases them up the steps, and then Mordecai and Rigby finally make it to the courthouse. Why don't you continue? <clears throat> so they make it inside the courthouse, and then the first thing that they do is immediately take those metal, uh, metal dividers that you see in like DMVs and everything. They take those and they use it to block up the entrance. Uh, and then this this doesn't really hold the urge that much because you can see that the urge every time he like tries to burst through the door the little crack 
uh, opens up, and this causes Mordecai and Trashbow to kind of hold onto the door and try to push it back. So re- real quick, um, when the urge is trying to like burst through the door, every time you could like kind of see him through the wall, he gives this weird sound where he's like, and I made the note, why does it sound like he's getting absolutely railed? <laughs> I mean, okay, so when you were trying to vocalize and all that, you just cut out until for like the last <laughs> second. Discord probably thought that it was a random ass background noise and filtered it out. Probably. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Mordecai tells Trashboat that he has the door and to just get his name changed back so trashbow runs up to the same lady that we saw earlier and he immediately gets to the point and says i want to change my name back and hands her the wad of cash and then the lady is remember the uh sloth from zootopia yeah she's like that Uh uh-huh and then mordecai screams out hurry dude and then rigby rigby oh god it's happening now oh so he looks back at Mordecai telling him that he's trying, but this lady is slowly stamping like a stack of papers. And then all of a sudden Gosh. outside outside we hear a gun cock back. Pause. <clears throat> and then the door the front door explodes, uh pushing Mordecai all the way up to the counter at like knocking him out. Trash bow. He's so trash about it at this point. Uh, looks at Mordecai, says Mordecai, and gasps, and looks over to the front where the urge steps in slowly. Uh, Trashboat tries to wake Mordecai up, but it's not working. Uh, the urge starts laughing to himself, and does one more. Uh, cocks the gun, his guitar, back one last time slowly as the lady is stamping the last and final paper uh both mordecai and trashboat are gasping because they think this is it and uh finally we get a shot of the certificate of name change and under it it says rigby as the lady stamps the approval and she says your name change is complete rigby and then ha- and then kind of tosses it onto the ground like an absolute karen i guess yeah she she's totally done with this well yeah. first of all is she not reading the room like doesn't she kind of see what's going on and be like oh hey my place of work is being destroyed it's it's almost i was about to say this before like she's one of those ladies at the dmv who's just like okay keep this line moving i gotta go by like 2 p.m yeah, she's there to, like, clock in and clock out, but, like, she can't leave until she gets her work done, which is exactly. annoying. Yeah. Um, but um, the lady, when, when she reads out Rigby's name, being like, your name changes complete, Rigby. The urge, like, he was just about to shoot uh, Mordecai and Rigby there. But then he says, wait, what'd you say your name was? And then Rigby holds it up because he's Rigby now. He shows him the, the certificate and he's like shaking and sweating, being like, Rigby, it's Rigby. And then the urge kind of looks at it and he's like, woohoo, the urge is back, baby. And then all of a sudden, a red beam, like the one from earlier, pops up, spawning another rock star. 
and he's holding a keytar. Um, the guy says, hey, are you the urge? And he's like, yeah. And he said, you robbed me of my fame in the future, so I've come here, so I've come to the past to stop you. And then the Karen lady behind the counter just closes her window because she's like, nah, I'm not dealing with this mm-hmm. shit. I am out of here. And then the guy kind of plays on his guitar, killing the urge. And then another guy spawns, and he's holding a black guitar. And he says, are you Duke and Flex? And then the guy's like, what's it to you? And then another guy, what kind of uh, multiverse is this? Um, another guy comes up holding a white guitar saying, hey, which one of you is Velvet Overkill? And the two guys point to each other be like, he is. But then they both fucking get killed. And then the guy says, finally, my fame is secure. And then all of a sudden, like, 20 different, like, portals open up, spawning all these rock stars. They're all standing there, and then this guy casually is like, anyone here named Crocodile Deathspin? And then without another word, they all go into a frenzy, just killing each other. Uh, there's, like, this electric guitar. There's a, a, um, a Sopranino saxophone. There's a violin player, a drummer. Um, so basically it's just like a big frenzy of different musicians killing each other because this person stole this person's fame and that happened. And, um, but then there was a maraca player that gets shot to the ground and then his maraca, the head of his maraca falls on the ground in the middle of everyone. And then it starts to beep. All the rock stars start to look at it cause it turns out that it's a grenade and then they look at it and then they all explode but not before Mordecai and Rigby escape out the back. The courthouse is completely demolished in flames, and then Mordecai and Rigby are walking away from it. Rigby says, thanks, dude. And Mordecai says, yeah, don't ever change your name again. Cutting to black, thus ending the episode. I was going to say, like, the dude with the snare drums, or with the drums, I he was my favorite out of the entire group. That and the fact that I like how he has, or the way he uses his laser beams, he just has to play us like one note, and then that's what happens. I mean, it's the same with everyone else, but the way snare drums are compared to the string and instrum- string and woodwind instruments. See, yeah. I still remember. I still got the seventh grade band knowledge. The seventh grade me. band knowledge yeah uh, but yeah um drummers always do it best i should know you don't practice anymore what are you talking about i do practice i, I was just a part of that community band oh yeah i forgot about that yeah. we had a performance uh, a couple weeks ago it was pretty good oh wow it's we good. uh we we played the uh five nights at freddy's theme song oh, which my. i'm pretty sure Never i think mind. i'm the young i'm the youngest person in that entire band so i was the only person who probably got that reference Never mind. You it, you had me with the whole with your band thing, and then you kind of lost me as soon as you said, "Oh yeah, we played the Five Nights at Freddy's theme." You you know what it sounds like, right? I do know what it sounds like, and I wish I didn't know. Da 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 that why, one. Why why is that a musical <laughs> score that shouldn't be part of any orchestra or any sort of like band? Well, a- anyways. Well, it was it was an orchestration before it was Five Nights at Freddy's. I, I suppose. Yeah, they they didn't write that because of FNAF. That would have been no. Dumb. But why why why? I don't know. Ask Scott Cotton. Fucking <laughs> no. 
I'll ask uh, Adam. Hmm. He's the closest thing to Scott Cotton we that we have. <laughs> uh, anyway, I am I'm very hungry, and not just because of what we're gonna go into, but I'm legit hungry. I think I got some food downstairs. My mom made steak last night, so I'm gonna see uh, if that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna see if there's some spare ones. Going off to lunchtime. 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 It's lunchtime. I work today, so it's employee appreciation week at my work. And um, wow, they're treating us to a bunch of different foods. Fuck. So today, yesterday was um. A caramel apple Ooh. Uh, social, which I had to miss because you know I missed. Uh, I wasn't in person on the day. Oh, okay. Today, today was uh, popcorn, and they also gave us homemade uh, pina coladas and fish tacos. That. It was really good, yeah. And then, um, and then tomorrow I forgot what they're giving us tomorrow, but yeah, this entire week is just all like great food and stuff. My coworkers called me fat because they kept feeding me custard and ice cream I and saw everything. That. I'm like, mm-hmm. God damn it. I didn't want it, but then I couldn't resist it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So before we get into lunchtime, there's a couple of trivia facts from the uh, fan wiki that I want to read. Um, in 2014, there was a band named after the title of the episode and Rigby's new name called Trash Boat. You're I, kidding. I will have to listen to their music, Trash Boat. That's so weird. Why? In the Latin American dub, the so the last line of this entire episode was when Mordecai said, don't ever change your name again. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Latin American dub, it was changed to Nunca vuelvas a cambiar el nombre, which is that translation. But um, they changed that line for that language. They changed it to Para la próxima te pones Arturo Cantaño. And which translates to Mordecai saying, change your name to Arturo Catano next time. Uh, And that refers to Mordecai's first Latin American voice actor, Arturo Catano. Oh. So I I like that little Easter egg that they put in just for that version. That's cool. That is cool. Episode connections. Skips mentioned the time that he changed his name from Walks to Skips, which was from Skips Strikes. And then pop culture references, we got a, a bunch of them, naturally, because there's a lot of bands. The picture on the wall in the artist's house is the album cover from Blackout by the German hard rock slash heavy metal Scorpions. Let's see if Ethan the, knows them. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the decapitated fish in the commercial, um, in that little like MTV bit, that was a reference to Ozzy Osbourne when he bit off a bat's head during a concert. What? Oh, that uh, that Ozzy Osbourne guy is crazy. He toured with Motley Crue for a, a while. Insane. Well, I, okay, I knew Ozzy Osbourne was nuts, but wh- I did not yeah. know that. <laughs> um, did you know? Um, you, you'll have to see the the Motley Crue biopic where okay. he um, Ozzy Osbourne uh took a line of live ants. What? Like. He was he was telling the the band members. I think he was talking to Nikki Six, being like, "Oh, you got any blow? I fancy a bump." And then Nikki was like, "Oh, we're all out of coke, bro." And he's like, "I said I want a bump. 
straw please and then nikki gives it to him and then he bends down and then snorts up some ants that are on the sidewalk what the fuck man we're gonna we're gonna have to watch that movie when you come um so um more references this episode references two movies from 1984 the TV documentary about the members of Barracuda Death Wish is a reference to the comedy movie This Is Spinal Tap. And The Urge Trying to Get Revenge on Rigby for His Name Change is a parody of the film The Terminator. Ah, I, I okay. saw, I thought about that. I'm like, because it's a dude from the future coming back in time and he comes out of a red bubble or he comes out of like a time portal. And I was like, this right. is a Terminator thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Rigby changing his name because it's cool, different, and no one else has a name like it is also similar to when Phoebe from Friends decided to change hers in the episode, The One with Princess Consuela. Uh, but unlike Phoebe, who named herself four time, who named herself four names, Princess Consuela Banana Hammock, Rigby only did two, which is similar to Mike Hannigan, uh, to what Mike Hannigan proposed for the name change, Crap Bag. Much like Rigby's trash boat, considering the similarities in the abstract objects they name themselves after. Um, I've never seen Friends. I'm just reading what's off the fan wiki. But yeah, there you go. I've seen like two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Goofs. The picture of the urge doing a uh, like a, a little rock star like hand on the billboard shows him with four fingers and a thumb which usually in regular show humans only ever have four fingers but this time he has five so um oh yeah and also a pop culture reference that i noticed um this episode of change rockstars changing their names might be a reference to like i said rockstars always doing that for example um nikki six used to be named frank ferrana and Freddie Mercury used to be named Frederick Bulsara. Well, it was close enough. Yeah. So, take us away through lunchtime. So, in Season 3, Episode 23, Trash Boat, who was the protagonist of this episode? Uh, the answer is in the question. It is Trash Boat. Trash Boat, who is also... Rigby. Rigby. So... <clears throat> That who was the antagonist of this episode? I wrote that it was the urge. I also, I also said it was urge. Now I'm just thinking about this. Now, where do you think he was at the time to come up with the urge? True, because we never get uh, the urge's birth name. Yeah. I mean, I could imagine because you know, urge could also mean scratching or like itchy or whatever. Yeah. So he could have had, like, an itchy part of his body. He had the urge for something. Oh, yeah, that too. You know, oh, he could have had the urge for some drugs. Oh, That's probably why. He is an 80s rock star. That is, yeah. And, like I said, that Vince Neil, there you go. (laughs) Were there any O's or hmms that you caught in this episode? So there were no O's, but there was one hmm right at the beginning. Yeah, I feel like this was the only, this is like the shortest episode to have ev- any notes. And and I'm, I think that was like the last one I had was like season two or something. Mm, yeah. So were there any adult jokes that you caught? Uh, I didn't really get any adult jokes here. 
I didn't either. Were there any iconic regular show moments that you found? Um, just Rigby changing his name to Trash Boat because I know that is like that's pretty well known across the regular show fans when he yeah. named his name to, when he named himself Trash Boat, and then also that shot of the lady saying that'll be fifty dollars, Mister Butt Cheeks, because I remember <laughs> that was in a that was in a promo. That's funny. So, were there any licensed, real life licensed music? Despite there being a lot of bands here, nope, there was no licensed songs. So, how would you rate this? Based off your memory, out of five. You know, I was going to say a four, but just Rigby changing his name to Trashboat, which, I like I said, that's pretty famous. Mm-hmm. I That bumps it up to a 4.8 for me. I, get, I, st- I give it a four. Yeah. So, would you say that this is a skip or a must-watch episode? Um, well, it doesn't do anything to continuity, but I would still say a must-watch only because every regular show fan knows this episode. I'd say it's a skip. Yeah. Even though the the joke of Rigby changing his name to Trash Boat is pretty iconic, the episode itself is pretty is pretty eh. So skip. I mean, if if you skip this episode, the only thing that sh- that that's gonna like happen is you're not gonna get the inside joke of Trash Boat, which you know, not a big deal. Not a big deal. So then, would you say this is a good or a bad episode? I wrote that this was a good episode. What? And despite what I said about this being eh, it's a pretty good episode. What? Yeah. So in the end, we are put at 90 O's. We legit haven't had an O in like five episodes or something like that. Yeah. Um, but as for the hums, we have hit 60. Huh. Why? How, pretty how, cool. How many more do we have? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. We have 16 more episodes. So we hit the end of season three. Uh, there we go. Wow. Cool stuff. Okay. So um, that's our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to do, if you want to do, um, yeah. What would you, you do, do for a Mountain Dew? <laughs> uh, what would I do for a Klondike Dew? I would do a lot. I've never had a Klondike bar. It's it's really good. Well, first of all, it's Klondike bar with an L. Klond- Whatever. Yeah, I yeah, remember Josh Klondike, whatever yeah, the fuck I, his name was. And I know that that's why you called it a Klondike bar. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, if you want to know what we're doing when we're not recording, follow us on Twitter, which is at ExcellentPod. And that's where we also post some behind the scenes of this episode or certain episodes. Like we po- back when me and Josh were in person, we posted a picture of us recording together. You know, cool stuff like that. And then occasionally we repost some regular show memes. Um, If you want to watch our group YouTube channel that has me and Josh in it, along with four other friends, that is the Schwam Squad. And you could find that all of those links in the description of this episode. Is there anything else you want to say, Josh? Uh, The Flash comes out Thursday or Friday, and I'm watching it Thursday. So next week, I'll give you a review of what I saw. Yeah, because I, I don't, I probably don't won't plan on seeing it in the theater. But um, I was saying I might be like a biased Marvel fan because yeah. I hate, I hate how good the Flash trailer looks. Hey man, <laughs> I think it's gonna be great. It probably will be. Actually, well, no, no, I don't want to get my hopes up. But okay, it's it's it, we'll see, we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys once again for listening. 
we'll see you guys in the next episode. Now get back to work.